get ready to bear it Y'all, I'm sitting up here like a lot of people across America with my jaw dropping because, honey, Sean here is bearing all. <laughs> about I'm not bearing all. <laughs> no, she, she's not. But boy, the people on her show. Oh my God, 90 Day Fiance. Honey, they are bearing all. And we're going to talk about that with Sean today. We're going to talk about her movies coming up on Lifetime, one of her partners being T.D. Jakes. We're going to talk about Spellman, of course, since yeah. we're Spellman girls. We're yeah. going to talk about her foundation, her book, her Emmy, which you can see up there on her shelf right there. Mine's coming. Mine's coming. <laughs> We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more today with Sean Robinson here on Rolanda On Demand. It's road time. Welcome to Rolanda On Demand. I love my podcast because we not only tackle the tough issues of the day, but we deal with hot topics, celebrity interviews, and information that can help you in your business or relationships. This is Rolanda On Demand. Okay, y'all, as I said, my Spellman sister is here. She is my dear friend. She's a colleague in the business, and I am always so amazed at the next thing that Sean Robinson is doing. Sean, thank you so much for coming to Rolanda On Demand. Hello, my sister. How are you? It is so good to see you. Since I can't give you a hug in person, I'm going to give you a virtual hug. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of like what we do anyway, but it's a real Spellman sister thing. You know, it when is. we hug, it's a special, special hug. Yes, Let it me is. Let tell you what I did not know, Sean. I knew that we were both July babies. Did you know we have the same birthday? I thought your birthday was a day before mine. I thought it was too. I knew it was around in that. I'm July 12th. Oh, you're a day after. I'm the 11th. I'm well, seven. Somebody got it wrong in Wikipedia. Cause I was like, <laughs> how have we known each other this long and didn't have a birthday party together? Right. I don't get that. Yes, yes. And usually for my birthday, for the last many, many years, my family and I go out of the country for my birthday. Yes. So we have been to South Africa, to Greece, to Italy, to France, to, uh, we went to Costa Rica. We've been like, we've been all over. And this or last year, 2020, we had made plans. We put our money down early. My mom goes, my sister-in-law, my cousins. And we put our money down early. Guess where we were going? We put where? our money down in Jan in like end of January. Guess where we were going? Where? Brazil. Okay. I know. Who boy, by the grace of God, you know, that because it, you know, that's when all heck broke loose. Yeah. Uh right after that. Yeah, we were we were supposed to be going to Brazil. Oh my goodness. So, and being so hard hit Brazil too. Yeah. I mean, just traveling anywhere at that at that time. Yeah, very, very hard hit. Yeah, but we'll get tell, there one day. Please tell your mother hello. I will I never believe. forget our trip to go see Lisa Ray. Yes. When she got married in Turks and Caicos, which where she was married and was down there. And your mom and I were driving those those jet skis. I know. It didn't matter. <laughs> I think I threw your mom off. Yeah, something. you threw you threw my mother off your jet ski, Rolanda. <laughs> I, 
But you know something, every time I see her, we bust out laughing. That That's our bond moment. Very, very funny. <laughs> Trying to play James Bond or something. But, but listen, I am so proud of you. I am really so proud of you, Sean. You're doing so many exciting new things. I mean, you know, most people may remember you from Access Hollywood and, and your, your journalistic, your entertainment journalism. And um, you might, might have seen you fill in for uh, Meredith Vieira on Want to Be a Millionaire. And have seen you in so many different ways. You're also an actor. You're also an author. You're a producer. And we're going to talk about movie producing from television yeah. producing to movie yeah. producing now. Um, executive producer of some Lifetime movies. What's, what yeah. they are calling a mega project. A mega project with T.D. Jakes and some other producers. But before we get to that, Let's back up. Okay. Girl, what is this the show? Okay, so Rolanda. Okay, Ooh, for all so your, juicy. Your Come on, pour the tea. Okay, because there are very few, few members of your audience who have not heard of 90 Day Fiance. So let me tell you this. Okay. So years ago, it was I think it was the year I had done um reunion shows for TLC for a few years, even when I was at Access Hollywood, okay? And the year after I left Access, TLC came to me and said, hey, we would love for you to host the reunion show for one of our new shows. And it's called 90 Day Fiance. And I said, oh, okay, what is that? So they sent me a few clips and I was like, okay, okay, this is cute. And I said, it'll probably just be around a couple seasons and that's it. Well, here we are, <laughs> six years later. And yeah. it, well, now explain the premise of it. Okay, is this one of those instant marriages? Well, no, well, no, no, no. Okay, so let's say you go overseas. Let's say you go to Italy or Russia, right? And you meet the love of your life and you want to get married. Well, you can apply for what's called a K-1 visa. And as soon as your visa is approved, your loved one from the, another country can come here to the States. This is the law. And once they step foot here in the United States, you have 90 days in which you have to get married or else they've got to go back to their country. And if you guys get married and then get divorced within a certain amount of time, you are financially responsible for them for like 10 years. Yeah, this is the what? law. What? So the show is around that premise. So we, they started with 90 Day Fiance where people are applying for the K-1 visa process. The show has become so popular. We've got, I don't know how many spinoffs. I think they're like 10 or 11, 12 spinoffs. I host the reunion show. So at the end of the season, all the couples come together and they rehash all of the drama, and you can imagine there's some drama, getting used to American culture, getting used to a new country, getting used to a new family, and the family thinking you're over here for this, the green card. They also have 90 day, uh, before the 90 days, which is when they follow the, the American overseas to meet their loved one for the first time. There's happily ever after, after they get married. There is the other way where the Americans <laughs> go overseas to live. There's the tell-all, there's pillow talk. There, there are like a whole bunch of, but anyway, Rolanda, this is 
this show, 90 Day Fiance, is seen in 168 countries and territories. Oh my that tells God. you how popular it is. And girl, my DMs every single day from another country. Somebody, oh, we're here in Russia. We love well, we're Listen, we're all connected. I'm going to ask you what people used to ask me when I did my talk yeah. show. Where do you get these people? <laughs> I, you know, and people, now people contact the show, but they will be referred to the show. They will, there are all kinds of ways. And obviously there is a department that vets the couples and whatnot, but this, I mean, like my mother's obsessed with the show. People, I cut, Yolanda, I was at Access Hollywood for 16 years, okay? right. 16 years. And people will come up to me today and they'll go, oh, you look familiar. And I'll go, oh, you know, Access Hollywood. They're like, no, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. The demographics, men, women, oh, young, it is. But you get so hooked on those shows. I mean, it it's is. it's that it's that reality drama. Yes. You know, and, and tell the truth, how much is it a reality or do they make I up stuff? You, they, the, uh, they are all real, okay? And it shows you, I was in the airport lounge. This is pre-pandemic. I was in the airport lounge early one morning. It was like 5.30 in the morning. There was this very conservative looking gentleman. I think he had like the Wall Street Journal newspaper and he's reading the <laughs> newspaper like this. And so the newspaper is, is in between me and him. And I was talking to one of the, the, the wait staff and he hears me and he lowers his paper and he said, excuse me, your voice sounds familiar. And I said, oh, I, he said, are you on? 90 day fiance. And I said, uh, yeah. And, yeah, said, and what are you doing? <laughs> and he said, the show it, what it is, it, it, it shows you the lengths people will go to for love, mm. for love and companionship. And Rolanda, we are seeing that even just during the pandemic, the need for human touch, the need for connection and That's interaction right. with someone and people go to great lengths to find love. So that's the premise of the show. So, so but versus, next, how many, how many successful versus how many, well, not so successful. Well, I hear, okay. I, somebody was just asking me that. And I will say, how many divorced couples do you know? Okay. What is the rate here in America of Americans getting married to each is other? Is it still 50, 50? Probably. Okay. Yeah. So it's basically the same. It's not like, oh, when Americans get together, they, you know, they're together forever. You know? and no, yeah. but you know something, you know, I think these days, so many of us are like, if I could just get a fleeting good run with somebody, you know, <laughs> just, just, just give me some time that I can remember when I'm old. <laughs> it doesn't have to be forever, but just for now. <laughs> right now. And so we've got now, so T, the head of TLC, a couple of a few months ago now, came to me and said, Sean, we're going to start another spinoff for 90 Day Fiance. I was like, another one? Because I think we already have like 11, like 10 or 11 or so. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. And so I said, well, what is this one? And Discovery, which owns TLC, just launched their new streaming platform, Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. And he said, this one is called 90 day bears all. And when he described it to me, I was like, uh, can we get away with that? And so far we've been getting away with it. Wait a minute. Now you're showing all the stuff you couldn't show on regular TV. Show on regular TV because now- Like what? Like what, Sean? Okay, what are y'all okay, showing? Okay. So, okay. <laughs> Here's one example of what we show. Okay. Yeah, let's get our tea. Got my Spelman mug. 
Yay! Amato Spelman. Spelman. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple brand Spelman Blue. Spelman Blue, right. There you go. There's a couple, Brandon and Julia. So Brandon lives on a farm with his parents here in the States, and Julia came from Russia. All right. So so they stay in his parents' home. And the parents have strict rules. They cannot share a same, the same bedroom until they get married. Okay. So one night, Brandon and Julia are, they take a ride in the car and everything. They pull over, it's nighttime, and they start getting frisky in the car. Well, they obviously forgot that there are cameras in the car. In the car. Yep. That's right. It's a reality show. And so we're like, Brandon, here, here, here you go. And so we, you know, so it seems like that um, there are, so, you know, you hear the language bleeped out on regular TV. Well, it's not bleeped out here. Okay. Ooh, good. Not, <laughs> it's not I like a good cuss. And also we have behind the scenes storylines, like storylines that we either could not show on TV, could not get to for some reason, or things that happened after filming was over and there was some kind of controversy. We get to deal with that on the show. So it's a ton of stuff. And I'm telling you, Rolanda, I mean, okay, I'm just going to tell you right now. The show 90 Day Bears All is very racy. It's really, really racy. So if you blush easily, if you can't take, you know, listen, if, if you can't take Cardi B's WAP, don't even. I'm tuning uh, in. <laughs> I count me as a new viewer, count me as a, with, with 168 other countries across. But what is it, what is it that makes us so, is it like, like we've always assumed in television that it, it, people love to stick their head in somebody else's window and see what yes. they're living. What is the draw? What's the attraction? Well, you know, I mean, have you ever had a girlfriend where you go, oh, I can't believe, what does she see in him? I told her she could do better or that, you know, or here's another guy, which I think she should do. We are all invested in a person finding happiness and an outcome being loved. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, how many times have you ever given your opinion on a girlfriend's relationship? Like, you know, uh, or somebody is a girlfriend ever given you her opinion <laughs> on your relationship. Okay. So I think it's that we all, we, we, we do want to root for people. We want mm -hmm. them to be happy. And then when we feel that they're making the mistake, we're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. So we're all screaming at the TV. And I tell you, 90 Day Fiance and Bears All and all of the other spinoffs, that's what they have people doing. Um, we're just invested in those lives. Gosh, well, every Sunday night, y'all, we can catch a new episode. Yeah. And and there's no telling what we'll see because half the time I'm looking at Sean in these promos and she's like, I my job, I'm speechless. Well, we're going to find out more about Bears All and 90 Day Fiance and also about Sean's new movies coming up right after this break so our sponsors can have a word. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
Got your happy price, price line. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. Before you make a commitment to live together, to get married, this sex thing about waiting for, you know, the, on the third date, it's mandatory almost. Right. My, my, with, with dinner. That's right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so my take on that is you become sexual when you want to complicate the relationship. Ooh. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Bold Radio, it's Rolanda. You probably know this man. Thank you for having me. Joe I just wanted to say that uh, Ro looks amazing. I do? Oh. Yes, you do. Ooh, I, I think do? you should have some type of virtual thing going on out here. You need to, you're too fine to be behind this microphone without us seeing you. Oh, really? Really. There's more Rolanda next. Talk, listen, connect. Road time. Welcome back to Rolanda on Demand. Welcome back to Rolanda on Demand. I am so glad that you are tuning in, letting me be a part of your day. I am talking to my buddy, my Spellman sister, my my comrade in everything, Miss Sean Robinson, who I'm so proud of. She's not only shocking 168 countries with her 90-day fiance and bears all on TLC and Discovery, which if you are a big fan, you're going to be able to catch new episodes every Sunday. They're going to be coming out with more shocking episodes. But I want to ask you, Sean, before we get into the movies and some other good juicy stuff about your life, what have you learned in, in, in dealing with this whole show? I mean, what have you learned about romance, maybe about yourself and the way that you approach things or things you might see that you'll avoid or things you'll do now because you saw it be successful on the show? Well, you know, I never try to be judgmental, too judgmental of people's choices. And I think I've learned that even more so because a lot of times people will say, as I am talking to these couples about their relationships, people are like, you know, I want you to like rip, a, rip them a new one. I want you to tell them how <laughs> stupid they are, blah, blah, blah. And I never want to do that right. because, you know, this is, we're following their lives, but these are real people that we're dealing with who are invested in these relationships. And so your choice may not be my choice and vice versa, but there is something that is a draw. There is something about um, anyone that can, you can have a connection with somebody you didn't think you were gonna have a connection to. And so I think that's what I've learned. First of all, just not be judgmental about other people, even though I may look and go, girl, no, no. But, but you know what? But that's kind of, that's the role. And I think that, you know, like that's a natural role coming from journalism too. But also I think you, you want to also provide a place where people feel safe. Yes. Where they know that you're not going to judge them, that you're going right. to support them. You're not going to buy into everything they bring to the table, but you're not going to you know, exactly. blast them out. Exactly. And and yeah. I never want to do that. And, you know, with Bears All, you can, you know, since the show is a little riskier, 
uh, and more risque, I can go, girl, what? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> You know. You're talking to the audience. <laughs> now, so, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's fun. Just, Sean, I'm going to tell you, you come across conservative and all Spelman College and stuff, <laughs> but these productions you're doing, 90 Day Fiance leaving us speechless of bearing all, tell all part one, tell all part. <laughs> and now that you're moving into the movie business, executive producing. Yes. Things about envy and lust and seven deadly sins. Girl, what's going on in your creative you mind? How, um, you know, when, when uh, Beyonce says she has an alter ego and I think it's called Sasha Fierce. Oh, I got my all, this is how I get right. that alter ego out. Doing I this love it. Most of these shows. <laughs> Oh my God. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was just announced. I, I'm very blessed. Um, I optioned a series of books by an author named Victoria Christopher Murray. And it, the series is called The Seven Deadly Sins. So she's writing books about each of the deadly sins. And so we've got lust, envy, greed, gluttony, sloth, wrath, and pride. Ooh, that's good. I got all of them. So um, I pitched them, you know, I pitched the, the books as movies and it was announced uh, that Lifetime, it, well, it was already announced that Lifetime was picking them up, but they're finally airing. I'm so excited. They're airing uh, Saturday. Lust airs Saturday. Wait, you got seven movies airing. Well, well, not yet. We have Lust and Envy. So the two movies. movies, that ain't bad. That's why they're calling it a mega project. Yes, yes. So they're, right, there's seven books in the series. So hopefully seven movies will air. We're starting with Lust and Envy. So I'm real excited about it. And I saw, you know, like, you know, they have the producer's cut and the director's cut and all that. And then once, so I've, I've seen them. I've seen them, so good. And then you like, you see your name, like in the beginning, like of the credits and you see your name as executive producer. I like literally scroll. Like, ah! This was- We're all gonna be doing that. When, when yeah, hopefully we, I want all y'all to do that. And yeah. so I made, years ago, Rolanda, I made a vision board. Mm-hmm. I made a vision board, it was after I left Access Hollywood. And of all of the things that I wanted to do, and being an executive producer was one. I wrote on a little index card, executive producer, and I stuck it to the vision board. And then I just made a plan. You know, I had prayer and a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I worked towards it. And after like so many pitches, uh, finally, finally, they are coming out. And I'm like, so stoked. Oh my God. So tell us how difficult that process was because. You know, you know, I love this whole story because it taps into my reinvention spirit and you yes. are definitely a reinventionist. And what, you know, you, Hollywood, well, yeah, you had access to Hollywood, but that's not being a movie producer. How did you, how did you, how, what, what did you do? I mean, what was the step where you said, okay, I think I have something now, knock, knock, knock. Yes. What, what happened? So going back to that vision board, Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember going to the office supply place and buying index cards and then writing on the index cards, each one, things I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that was one of them, executive producer. Okay. And then what I started doing is looking for projects. Okay. Looking for um story ideas because it starts with an idea that's right and i optioned this and by you know by divine intervention 
Um, a friend of mine, um, Patrick Henry Bass, was at that time the book's editor for Essence Magazine. And the manuscript for Lust came in, the first book in the series, the manuscript, like the book wasn't, um, the book hadn't even come out yet. Right. And so he called me up and he said, Sean, uh, you know, Victoria, Christopher, because I had known her. And I said, yeah, why? And he says, well, I just got this manuscript on my desk. I just read it. it the book is great. And I think you should option the entire series. And I said, okay, because he knew I was looking for projects. Right. And so I called Victoria and I said, hey, I'd like to option the price. So we just did the deal. Mm -hmm. We did the deal. And I started, um, you know, I said, after we had our deal together, I started pitching. I pitched to many different people, mm -hmm. picked a different, pitched to different networks. Um, and every person I pitched it to, um, thought it was great. They were like, oh my God, this is so great. But nobody budged at that point. And so I'm pitching, I'm pitching, I'm pitching, I'm pitching. <laughs> and, you know, people are like, oh, I like this idea, but nobody, you know, nobody um, said, How did okay. did not give up during those times? Yeah. And, well, because I guess that's part of my spirit. I knew it was going to be good. Um, and I knew that I had a good idea. And then what happened was, T I and I had pitched it to T.D. Jakes before uh, through um, you know his representative. And what happened? Here's the alignment. Here's how the stars aligned. T.D. Jakes had done a project with Lifetime that rated really well. It was very successful. Mm -hmm. So then they said to him, "Hey, do you have any other projects that you know we could do together?" So then he remembered my project that I had pitched. And then they called me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to partner? And then that's how it happened. So here's, wow. here's my, uh, here is my, like my one piece of advice. And somebody had to tell me this years ago. Um, there is no bad meeting. Okay. You may prepare yourself and go into the meeting. And in that moment, what you wanted to happen may not have happened, but that meeting could be a connection to somebody else that you can partner with, that can give you some information that you did not have. And there's no bad, just remember, there's no bad meeting. Um, so I can't, I can't count the number of relationships that I have today where it's, it wasn't, a, I wasn't correct, connected to them directly. It was through somebody else that I met with somebody else. And, and, and so always remember that. So if you keep that in mind, that gives you the persistence mm -hmm. that you need to keep trying. Yeah. Those little God winks. Cause TD Jakes, I mean, you're dealing with the seven deadly sins and I mean, and, and lifetime, they couldn't be a better combination I there. Know, I know. I, know. I mean, it's, it's just great. wonderful. So yeah. it'll be April when the movie starts yes. coming out, right? In April. Yes. God, April. Well, we're going to just, just bear all until April and then we'll get into <laughs> sin and envy and all. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, you do more than just author and, and executive produce and all. 
you you also have a, a, a foundation. You're a philanthropist. You have a foundation. You've tied your book to it. Gosh, I, it just seems like just yesterday the book came out. And now you've yeah. got a foundation doing great things. And that is really focusing on little girls and helping them believe in themselves. And you know, talk, talk a bit about your foundation. Yes. How, how people can help you. Yeah, um, it wasn't until after I left Access Hollywood where I said, okay, what are my passion projects? And the passion project for me was my foundation because, you know, I was raised by parents who always told me if God gives you a platform, use it to help other people. Mm -hmm. And so I started the Sean Foundation for Girls. And what, what our mission is, is we support small grassroots nonprofits that are doing work in five key areas of girls' issues. And those five key areas are represented by the acronym of my name, S-H-A-U-N. So S is STEM, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. H is Health, A is Arts, U is Unity, and N is Neighborhoods. So if there is a small nonprofit that is doing work in one of those five key areas, we would possibly be a resource for them. So we have done some connected with some incredible nonprofits around the around the country. We did some sex trafficking workshops uh, that that um, Ford Motor Company, the Ford Fund, gave me a grant for. We have done. We have supported uh, STEM research. Um, initiatives in health and the arts. And so it's really been, it's wonderful to see because here's the thing, um, our, the foundation is, is serving, uh, targeting underserved and underrepresented girls. Mm -hmm. Many are girls of color, not all, but many are girls of color. And what our girls need, they just need a level playing field. Okay, not asking for nothing else, but a level playing mm -hmm. field. And so that's the, the, the mission to help level the playing field for, for our girls and young women and just give them hope for a brighter future. Yeah, I love that. And I love the acronym of your name. I love how you broke that down. You know, I wanted to ask you, um, there was, there was, if, if you don't mind talking about this, because we were talking about Access mm -hmm. Hollywood, and I know you were very vocal back in, in, during the Black Lives Matter, and so many people were coming out talking yeah. about the reality of dealing with white privilege in the workplace, or, mm -hmm. or, or anywhere, really. You came out and were very vocal with, with uh, Billy Bush. Mm -hmm. How did that go over? Have you guys spoken? So um, this, is a, this is a time in our, uh, in, in our, you know, our, our society where we're having tough conversations, mm -hmm. conversations that we've wanted to have for a long time and conversations that um, that, that we hope end in um, us moving forward in a different way, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I think that we all know, I mean, we, we know that Black Lives Matter, we know white privilege is real. We need our, the people who say they are, are our allies. We need them to step up, okay? We need everybody to step up. And so I'm hoping that one day I will have a conversation with um, people that I have been connected to through work or wherever, have a conversation with them 
about uh, what it actually means to be an ally, because it's one thing to say it, but you got to live it. Mm -hmm. And so I hope that conversation will happen one day. Have you had a conversation with Billy since then? Um, I have not had a conversation like you and I are having a conversation. Right. But right. you've just kind of alluded to, is there anything specific that he did you could talk about? Oh, I, I would never, ever, ever say um, that, you know, oh, you know, on a platform like, a, you know, a podcast or whatever. But I, I, I think that we... I, I believe that we will have a conversation one day mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully, um, you know, so interesting. I was just reading today about um, Justin Timberlake mm, addressing apologized. what he said or didn't say or did to both Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, which mm -hmm. was a long time coming. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, yeah, I, applaud, I applaud him, you yeah. know, for doing that. And I think that thing has bothered him this long. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And maybe that will happen to others that all yeah. of us need to have a conversation exactly. with, for sure. Um, you know, I just, one of the things I've always learned just growing up in, in the South and being the only Black in a lot of situations, that a lot of these faux pas are not malicious intent. These doesn't mean right. the people are racist. They just don't know any better. And this is an educable time if you are right. open to education. Absolutely. And um, we're seeing so many allies who are, and we're seeing struggles and challenges that we still have. But, but yeah, it starts one, one, one day at a time. It does. Now it let's does. talk about that Emmy over your shoulder, lady. Ah! And you got it. You got this for live coverage, right? Yes, live coverage. And I'm trying to remember uh, the year. And I can't even remember the year off the top of my head. Um, it was a show that I hosted uh, for the Black Sports and Entertainment Hall of Fame. And, you know, receiving an Emmy for that show was just so, I, it was like, you get, you like open the box. I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to be a winner of it. No. So what? Yeah, so it's so very exciting, you know, and um, it, uh, you know, it's great. Listen, it's great to have that, uh, you know, in front of your name. It will, will oh, all yeah. be there. Oh, yeah. No so question. That, and, have, and have it on your shelf. Yeah, and have that, it on my shelf. I'm going to get one one day. The, listen, one of the Emmys I was nominated for was for live coverage of a deadly train crash. And the only reason we didn't win that Emmy is because the competing reporter had something blow up behind him and he got the Emmy. And I tell you, I've been pissed off about that ever since. I want you to know. Well, you know you got to wear something beautiful and get your Emmy. <laughs> well, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I, you know, Rolanda, I want people to know what a legend and an icon you are. Oh, thank you. You are like, you know, when, you know, you had like, no, you are, you are cemented in television's Hall of Fame. I remember watching you and just, you were one of the people who helped me realize that, oh, I, you know, I matter mm -hmm. and that I can achieve something. Seeing you on TV with your talk show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether, no matter what award comes with that or whatnot, <laughs> I hope that you know that, that there are so, there are so many girls like myself 
who were looking at you and going, oh my God, this is amazing because I see myself. And, and people ask me about what, um, how I got interested in journalism. When I was a little girl growing up in Detroit, after I watched my cartoons, I was at my grandmother's house a lot of times and she would turn on the evening news and there was a, a, an African-American female anchor named Beverly Payne. And she was the only black person on TV that I had seen mm-hmm. that she was it. Like there was, I think, Julia, you know, right. <laughs> Carol playing Julia, but that she was like it. Mm-hmm. And I would like, I mean, my little like seven-year-old brain didn't <laughs> understand why I was so drawn to her. I can't remember anybody else's name, but mm-hmm. I was still drawn to her because she looked like me. And she, right. I never met her, but she was the one that first start started me on the path to becoming a journalist. Mm-hmm. And there are so many girls that were looking at you and feeling and doing the same thing. So thank you, honey. Thank you, you know. so much. I believe you have to see it. You know, when you when you see it, you believe it. Yes. You know, and and just being. I just remember when I would anchor the news at ABC or NBC or Inside Edition, and I would step up on that set and put that microphone on. I always thought about the little white kids who had been told that black women ain't nothing, that they can't talk, that they can't read, that they can't. And I must, and I would put that mic on and say, tonight I'm gonna tell you somebody lied. And I'm gonna tear these words up and I'm gonna tear this business up and more of us are gonna come in. And you had to be, as, as Della Reese told me, be the truth of the proof, be the proof yeah. of the truth rather, yeah. um, that, that we can do anything. And, and I cannot believe, it just seems like everywhere I go there, black folks, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm yes. hearing more black women narrating things on commercials. I'm, the blackness that has come at is, yeah. now we know the pendulum swings both ways, but I am just, what this movement has done is just amazing. Have you noticed that as well? Well, Yeah, well, do I notice uh, an approach towards equality? Yeah, but you know, we should, you know, we have a right to be here. Mm -hmm. And while we celebrate it, we should also realize that this is the way it's supposed to be. Supposed to be, that's right. Nobody just gave us something, oh, thank you so much. Big, right, big person on the hill. No. Exactly, and right. and also, while we're celebrating being given a job, we have to understand that the real power is in those who are able to give the job. So those are the spaces that we need to occupy. That's right. Also, you know, no question, no question. But I tell you, lots going on, lots going on, and and just in our lifetime to be able to see so much change and yes. And and I'm not even going to get into the politics of things, but girl, is this has this been a crazy? Are we glad we left 2020 behind? Oh my gosh! So um, I it's like, what happened? I 2020 is a fog. Like it's what just happened. Crazy. Oh, by the way, how are you dealing with COVID? Are you at home by yourself all locked up? Well, you know, I try to be as careful as possible. Yeah. I have traveled. I've have, I have been on a plane. I went home to Detroit for Christmas uh, to visit my family. But like when I was around my mother, I had my mask and face shield. I gave her a face shield also. Oh, and let's I, do a uh, shout out to, to 
smile shield. Is it smile shield? Smile shield. Smile smile shield. Yeah. I, I saw you doing yours with the glitter and I've got one yeah. I've got to do some pictures of too, but that's yes. great. great company. Husband and wife yeah. company. Um, great. But, uh, but also, you know, I've lost friends um, yeah. from COVID. I lost a very, very, very dear friend of mine um, right around the Christmas holiday from mm. COVID. And so it's been, it's been just devastating, just yeah. devastating. So yeah. hopefully we will see an, a light at the end of the tunnel soon. Absolutely. We got to get yeah. back. We got to get back out. I know, girl, can you, you know how cute we used to look at all the little red carpet events yes. looking cute. Yes. When was the last time you dressed up? Well, you look cute all the time. We, you know, we see a camera. But this is dressing up. Cute. This sweater is dressing up. Right, yes. exactly. <laughs> well, darling, I am just, again, so, so very proud of you. My Spellman sister, you are doing the damn thing. Thank and you. Uh, we are pulling for you every step of the way. Remember y'all, that bears all with the 90 day fiance all new episodes every sunday so check it out get your popcorn get your binge on and yes. let's support our sister for sure anything else you want to say sean uh i'm also i've also got a role on the show games people play bet i place chris kensington a media mogul so we're doing we're about to start shooting our second season and uh, so I'm really excited about that. And also, you know, if you want to support the Sean Foundation for Girls and our mission, please go to seanfoundationforgirls.org. There's a way that you could support under the little donate uh, button, but even just see what we're doing and, uh, you know, be a part of the movement for with us to help change these girls' lives. Absolutely. And we will put all the information down in the description of our podcast so you can follow at your leisure but be yes. sure to do that and follow sean in all forms of social media she is busy 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 doing girl. live shots over there on linkedin <laughs> tweeting over here doing out girl we gotta stay up with the social media i know i know so we remember back in the good old days there was no social media all we did was just like what did what we, we do i guess we just talked on the phone right <laughs> you know what i don't understand is how there is less time now under COVID. I just find that my whole day is full. I feel like I've, I've got more to do when there's not supposed to be anything to do. Yes, exactly. You know, you're hustling, making it happen. Hustling, well, Sean, thank you again. This has been absolutely wonderful. And we'll be tuning yeah. in, girl, as you okay. bear all and tell part right. one, part two. <laughs> Love you much. Bold Radio for Women. It's Rolanda. Don't say what you want the guy to look like. What do you want the relationship to look like? That's a good one. Because a lot of us like them real cute. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like them good looking. Mm-hmm. I know? even like a little trash with my class, too. That part gets me in trouble. Okay, a little time. the bad boy thing. <laughs> I mean, sassy girls yeah, like bad boys. Yeah, I mean, right. it happens. As my girlfriend says, what's always good to you may not That'd be, be good, good for you. you. There's more Rolanda next. Talk. Listen. Connect.
Thank you so much for listening to Rolanda On Demand. I hope that you will follow me in all forms of social media at Rolanda Watts. That's R-O-L-O-N-D-A. W-A-T-T-S. Boy, that was a great conversation with Sean, and I feel so jazzed now. So any of you who are thinking of something new to do, go look for a good project. Make it happen. You know what else I liked about what Sean said? As she talked about using a vision board. You know, if you're going to reinvent yourself, it takes some strategy. It takes some, some planning, and it takes some dreaming. And I just think using your imagination and being able to visualize what you want to come true is only gonna help you get there that much faster. Sean suggests a vision board. And even if you're just using basic note cards to put your dreams on, just make it simple, but do it. Part of the action of doing it is going to make it happen. It's going to be with that law of attraction talks about starting that stimulus, getting that area, oh, we're focusing here. And uh, the rest, they say, will follow. You know, you may be sitting there listening to this podcast and saying, boy, I would like to try something new. And who knows? Maybe it's voice acting. I certainly remember when I wanted to try something new and it was voice acting. And boy, 25 years later, I have quite a voice acting career. You know, I'm Professor Wiseman on Curious George. I'm on Legos Madagascar. My clients include Google and Tropicana, Wells Fargo, McDonald's. And you can hear me on CNN and Divorce Court. You remember me on Judge Joe. Yes, my voice acting career has uh, been just a blessing. I I tell you, I find so much joy in voice acting. It's ridiculous. And it is one of my favorite things to talk about. You see me over on Clubhouse talking about uh, voice acting with the voiceover community. My podcast is part of voice acting also. But I really love animation and doing commercials. And ah, it's just a great career. Anyway, I've had so many people in my reinvention retreat asking me, how do I break into voiceovers? How do I break into voice acting? That I started Rolanda's Voice Acting Masterclass. It's a six-week intensive course where I take you from getting your mic and your, your soundproof space all the way to being prepared to walk into a demo real uh, professional session. So what we're going to do is help you find that special sweet spot in your voice that's going to make that casting director go, oh, this is a great role for it. Boom. What is that in your voice that makes it so special? Also, what are casting directors looking for? What are your clients looking for? How do you break down a script? How do you market? market yourself when you don't have an agent and you haven't done any work and you're not part of a union. How do you do that? So we're going to talk about all of that soup to nuts, not just acting, because that's what voiceovers business really is. It's acting. Um, We're not just going to talk about the craft of acting, but also, or acting with your voice, but also we're going to talk about the business, the voiceover industry, what this business is all about and how COVID has affected it. So it's a six-week intense masterclass. If this is something that interests you and got your foot tapping and you believe God may be tapping you on the shoulder because you've been thinking about this for a long time, well, go to Rolanda.com and check out all I offer offering my course. You can even set up a call. We could have a discovery call and see if this is a right fit for you. And uh, just take the action. You know, you've been wanting to do this for so long. If not now, when? And if not you, who? It's 
time to take action. <laughs> so come on and join my voice acting masterclass and learn the joys of voice acting. Get ready. Call me now. Get you enrolled. Voice acting masterclass starting soon. I want to thank you so much for listening to Roland on Demand. I'm so happy if you subscribe. I'm even happier if you download a whole bunch of archives that you can catch up with at your leisure, at your leisure. But those downloads mean so much to us. It's kind of like ratings in TV. So download a bunch of, of, of archives and listen when you get ready, but download them now so we get that rating point. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you so much again for listening. Please share and tell a friend. And listen, whether you stay at home or you go out with your mask, just do something good. <laughs> we'll talk to you next episode. I'm Rolanda Watts. And you've been listening to Rolanda on demand. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.